0: Welcome to Optimal Self, the art of becoming the best version of you. Join us as we talk with extraordinary people who are on the journey to living to their optimal self. We dive deep into their minds to learn what they do on a daily basis to create optimal results. They share their tools and insights
1: so you can implement them into your own life to become the best version of you. Here's your host, Jeremy Herriter.
0: All right, welcome back to Optimal Self Conversations, where we talk to incredible people who through adversity, grit, and persistence are forging the path to being the best version of themselves. They join us to give you the tools to do the same. Today, we are absolutely, I am absolutely honored uh, to have Julia Frank, who is the CEO of Plant X. Julia, the reason why I was so excited when your name came across my desk by somebody who I have a ton of respect for, and he said, you really got to talk to her is because there aren't that many CEO, women CEOs in the world. Uh, I was telling you this pre-show is, you know, I have two daughters and, and I think empowering little girls around the world and women around the world to being the best version of themselves. And you literally are the epitome of it. So Again, she holds an MBA as well as a master's degree in digital entrepreneurship. She built this company, and they're already a public company within, I I believe it was less than 12 months. Julia, thank you for being here. And I'm just honored to get to have this conversation with
1: you. Thank you so much for having me. What a great introduction. Thank you so much.
0: So, Julia, let's start. Like, where did you start? The fire that burns inside of you to build these companies and and do the things you've done. But let's go back. Where did it all start? Where does this fire come from?
1: Oh, wow. Where did this start? I don't know. Probably as a baby. (laughs) It's actually interesting because I get that asked quite often, like, how are you, you know, so driven and you know, self-confident and all this? I might have one explanation if there is an explanation. I have three brothers, and I'm the youngest in the family. by far the youngest. I wouldn't say that I was like you know the princess of the family it was like I had to like really fight for things like if it's like remote control for the t v or for food, you have to be like really confident when you grow up with three brothers in the family for sure. So I think it was like already like given me um. Because of my, you know, family circumstances, it's actually great. I'm not complaining about that. Don't get me wrong. But um, it makes you for sure self-confident and strong. And very important, you know how to deal with guys, I would say.
0: <laughs> yeah, very important. I hear the accent. Can you tell the the listener where where did you grow up? Where are you from?
1: I'm originally from germany i um, i grew up in the area around um, munich the capital of the beer and the oktoberfest <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know if you're familiar with it but um it's it's a great area to to grow up and i had a great childhood here but um interesting enough like i um i always seek to travel i mean my parents love to travel too we always like travel as a family and the first day after I finished my high school, I uh, decided to live abroad and, and left Germany and actually lived in Malta for, uh, I think, over six months and did an internship there uh, for hotel management. Actually, it's funny because my my whole fam- family is doctors, So I wasn't sure if I should do like hotel management or study medicine. And, you know, I was like 18 years old and you still have to like figure out what you want to do. But it was like the first day after I finished high school and I was able to leave and do what I wanted to do and go where I wanted to go. And I knew the first day I'm done with the high school, I want to leave Germany and live in a warmer country because I hate cold weather and rain. (laughs) It makes more sense what I'm saying now because this is also related to um, many more stories that probably will come up later. That's like following my life that, um, or like that I love warm countries and uh, always like try to leave. Germany, which is, um, my personality kind of that I never like wanted a normal, let's say for other people, it's not boring, but for me, it sounded always boring to like stay in my hometown and, you know, live a regular life.
0: (laughs) You do have an MBA and also a master's degree in, in digital entrepreneurship. So where did that take place and, and how did that lead you to where you are now?
1: That's also uh, a longer story. I, I try to make it as short as, as possible. So I studied economics. Um, so I did a bachelor's degree. And um, then I got the chance to actually work in, in the Bahamas, which is also interesting. This is another whole story uh, how this happened. <laughs> but uh, we don't have that much time. So I ended up in the Bahamas working for a company that had like all the franchise rights for um, high-end brands like Versace, Salvatore, Ferragamo, Hublot, Chopard. So I was working for them for like store management, also as like a personal assistant for the owner. So... Ended up being there for like um, almost like three years. And in these three years, I actually like really fell in love with the Bahamas and living there and, you know, like having sunshine every day. And um, it's like basically my second home. And I have many friends that you can imagine when you live on a, such a small island for such a long time, you know everyone. And it's a small community there. When I actually left, um, because I I still was quite young, I mean, I'm still young, but (laughs) back then, I think I was like, I don't know, like 24 or something like that. Germany is like really focused on degrees and you really have to have degrees and study and go to like known universities for being able to work in like really good companies and in a higher management level. So I knew like a bachelor degree won't be enough for me. And then I decided like to go back to Germany. I get the chance to work for for BMW. In total, I ended up working for BMW like um, almost five and a half years. And during this time, I get the chance to. It's kind of a. I, I don't know if you call it like that, like a stipendium. So you get the you get like the chance to study besides you work for for BMW. And then I get the chance to do um, the master's degree and the MBA basically besides my job at BMW. So. Um, they kind of support you to get like more knowledge in like certain fields and then like make the next step and like the management level. Also, I got the chance to do that in Barcelona, which was great. Um, So that's another thing. So I always like try to make it happen to leave Germany and work um, somewhere else. So I actually get the chance after working for two years for BMW to go to Barcelona and do the MBA.
0: Building yourself, right? In your education, one of the big things that, that we talk a lot with in optimal self, is that success comes not just from hard work, but it comes from the willingness to learn. You getting a bigger education, you always seeking, you know, knowledge. It seems to have led you into bigger and better things, right? You, you. I mean, again, you've got to to live in some pretty exotic, amazing places. But at the time, it was to learn. It was, you know, whether it be for the companies or your education. How do you feel that learning process, those different things, have led you to where you are today?
1: It's true that you have to be always open to like study and learn new things and also to get, you know, your master's degree or MBA. For me personally, I think it's important, but I'm German. Like I think it's, I kind of have the feeling it's a little bit less important in the US, but I don't want to, or in Canada, I don't want to say something wrong, but in, um, for example, at BMW if if you don't have these degrees, you can't apply for for a job. so there's like no way that you are able to work for BMW in a management position when you are not holding these degrees. You can be the smartest person in the world and have these degrees it won't it won't help. It's really really strict. so for me it was clear that I want these degrees and also I wanted to learn and I was like really checked on the universities where I go and in which kind of field I want to go. And that's why I also like did the MBA. I, it's an overall MBA, but which with focus on digital entrepreneurship, because I knew that I want to like build something up by myself, maybe at some point or like start a company with someone else. You know, I was always that kind of person let's say I'm, I'm not the happiest person to just like work for someone. And I know it's like not hundred percent beneficial for myself because in the end, if I work extra hours at, at BMW or any other company that you work for, the company will make much more money. Like I might get a high, a little bit higher salary. There are also regulations in Germany. You can't get, I think per year you can't get more than 3% salary raise. That's at least um, at BMW. When you work for yourself, you really know what you're working for. You really know what you do. And you usually in the best case, which I would recommend everyone, if you do something for yourself, you really have to be passionate about it. And I'm convinced that you can only be Good in in something when you are a 100% passionate. What I realized when I was working for BMW, which was actually great. I was also, I was so, I was really happy about it. I mean, and everyone wants to work for BMW, like, because, you know, it's a world known company. Um, you have a lot of security. To give you an idea, I had a contract. This contract went until the end of my life, basically. I mean, I had to earn that. I got it after like three years or something. You know, there's like no way that they can um, get rid of me, basically, and that's actually crazy. At that, for for every German, that's like the final go because the Germans usually want a lot of security and are really conservative. I achieved all that, but in the end, I like realized that I'm like working for a company that I'm like not really interested in the end product because I was like basically one of the only people who would bike to work. I was like the only one who didn't have a car and um, you know, I'm like not passionate about cars. Like I appreciate a nice car. Don't get me wrong. But for me, it's like a transportation vehicle. (laughs) And honestly, like it's not, I'm like, Oh my God, this new BMW came out. I can't wait to drive. it. (laughs) So it was like, yeah, nice. But to be honest, it's also not really environmental friendly. Um, but, you know, I had my benefits and I learned a lot and I did the MBA. But, you know, after like five years, I was like, I think already like after four years, I was like, mm, this is definitely not what I'm going to do until the end of my life, even though I have this amazing contract. And, you know, even though I would get like, I don't know, free kids or whatever, they would have to like keep on paying at least like a really high percentage of my salary, which is nice. And that's probably also like, which makes especially females. Stay with a company like that because in the end, what you're gonna do when you get children and you you don't have a contract like that unless you have a um, a husband or or you know the dad pays for it. So there are like many reasons why uh, why actually I would say probably 99 of the females would would stay with like companies like that, you know. And I feel like mm, I'm like not 100 percent happy with it and like I don't really feel what I'm like working for, which I which like kind of. Went more and more into that direction, but I didn't know yet what to do instead. You know, so I would also highly recommend to like um, not just like leave, and uh, this is like really a transformation per period, which took for me probably like one and a half years, and which also um, I can like come to that later. How everything like basically started with Plan X, but which is also like dependent on like circumstances that actually into your life. You know that that no one can actually foresee in the end. I, um, which is an important point. Like I went back to the Bahamas, like every year knew, like at some point I want to go back to the Bahamas. Since I had all the degrees, I had like already like my working experience. And I realized like, I want to like go back in, into like the Bahamas or like live somewhere abroad again. And also like leave the company. So I basically shared with my friends there. Hey, I'm like not, really like keen on keep on working from w too long and i was like basically talking to everyone i mean obviously i didn't talk to my colleagues at bmw because um you know i can't risk that but and like friends circle in like my international friend circles um because i'm like really well connected also not just in the bahamas i was like spreading the word basically hey i'm like i'm like not really happy at bmw anymore if like someone has an idea or knows about an open position Um, you know basically I mean my friends know me they know my skills Um, I was like kind of starting to like spread the word and also like prepare myself that I really want to do this step because when you're just like thinking and dreaming of something you know it's uh, I don't think you know it's not gonna fly to you. (laughs) I even remember like uh, you have no idea like I talked to so many people and like people told me hey this person might have an idea and then I approached this person even though they didn't even know me and it was a crazy time and then actually um the the next time when I came back to the Bahamas like one of my friends told me that she has a friend who's actually like also living a really healthy lifestyle is an entrepreneur from Canada and that he has this idea to, um, start a company, which, um, for like plant-based products, like an e-commerce business. Uh, and so actually it happened that I got to know Sean. So she introduced me, Sean, um, who's actually the founder of, of X. He's like the original <laughs> founder who had the idea in, um, now it's exactly, yeah, pretty much exactly two years ago that, um, he had like the idea and already like, um, you know, he uh, got the, the website rights and uh, got the company incorporated in, in Canada, but he didn't like really start it yet or kick, kick it off yet. Um, and um, that was exactly the moment when our friend introduced us and I was like, hey, I have this idea, I have this vision um, and uh, I really want to change the world. Um, um, he's actually plant-based um, longer than me. He's plant-based, I think, since seven years. And he had like completely changed of his lifestyle. Um, I think he lost like 30 pounds. So for him, it was like a really, really big change. And that's why it made him like even more, um, you know, like enthusiastic to like start something in that direction. And yeah, so he told me about his idea and what he wants to do and also about his experience. I mean, he started like founding his first e-commerce business like 20 years ago and he's like super experienced. So that's basically how everything started because I was like, "Wow, that's crazy, Like this is exactly what I'm like passionate about, and I have like this amazing person who' also has like a relationship to like the Bahamas because he also used to live in the Bahamas. That's how he knew my friend, and he's like so passionate about it and like so confident that this will work out and that the world needs this, which I also felt, but I didn't like. Have the confidence to start something by myself in that direction because, to be honest, like I never um, started like an e-commerce business by myself. And I think, to be honest, like also Canada and the US is a great market, which he's already like experienced. And and it was just like a like a miracle that basically that basically happened that we both met through a common friend in the Bahamas, and then basically that's how everything started like two years ago.
0: Wow. It's incredible. But I want the listener to really get what you just said. In Germany, to get the job that you had took degrees. It took time. It took effort. You had to really, really hone in and go get them, learn so that you could get those. Now, this is where most people, and this is all countries. I love that you were in Germany because we see it in the United States, Canada. I mean, this goes out to everybody. But again, here's from a kid from you know, the United States from Southern California. But I see this all the time where people get stuck or they get comfortable in a job. You just said you had a job that after three years gave you a lifetime contract, like where most people, not just in Germany, anywhere would be so, I mean, they get, they have that happen. They don't get that lifetime contract, but what they they feel is the security or the comfort of something they're not passionate about. And here you are doing a job doing it very well, so well that they give you this lifetime contract. I think this is important because we teach this a lot through Optimal Self is that how you do anything is how you do everything. And so you didn't go there and just say, well, I'm not very passionate about cars. I just want a job. You went there and said, hold on, I'm going to do this as well as it can be done, as well as I can do it. So you are already creating that version of you. The best version of you is you didn't go there and just sit there and do the job as it could be done and just bide my time until you, like you said, maybe I find get a husband and have kids and whatever. You're like, no, no, no. I'm going to do this to the best that it can be done because that's the person that you've created. Now, fast forward. And I don't want to gloss over this because I know you said miracle. People are probably thinking, oh, she got lucky. This
1: is really important. (laughs) Yeah,
0: please bring it. I want yours. Uh
1: I heard that before that like people would say, oh, you're just like lucky that you're in that position. No, 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 no. (laughs) I really like worked my ass off for this. Um, Mm -hmm. So you even like come to this point and this is, I don't just like say it like this and it might maybe sound a little bit like this. It was maybe, okay, miracles, maybe the wrong word. I would probably also use a different word in German, but it's like, maybe it's better. Like it was like, I was like at the right time, at the right place, because sometimes, you know, Always like these things play together, but I like really made it happen to be in in that right place because every other German would like still sit uh, or like every other person would like still sit at BMW from like nine till 6 pm and and work and when they don't have work they are like just sitting because they have to wait until they're done with their shift which I really don't believe that this is the future and how we should work. But that's basically uh, how probably most of the jobs still look like. And I really don't promote that or like support that. That's why I don't want to do it anymore. And that's why I decided to leave and basically went from the highest safety, which like my endless contract and everything great with a good salary and, you know, like everything is safe for until basically the rest on the end of my life from like taking a really, really big risk. Um, I mean, just to like point this out, no one knew if this is going to work out and how it's going to work out with Sean and how the company is going to work out if you're going to find investors and all these things. It's not that you're like, oh, um, you met this guy and then everything is cool. And, you know, it's like, you know, I also had to like really make a wise decision and see, okay, am I really going to leave? this job. And this is really what I wanted to do. So you have to take risks until you like really can can reach something. If you don't take a risk, like it's not gonna work, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, I think that's that makes it also like really exciting and fight for it even more and try to be the even better version of yourself um, to make it happen.
0: That's beautiful. And that's what I want people to understand is because I'm just telling you, I don't believe in miracles and I don't believe in luck. And people know that about me. They they hear me talk it all the time. Like, it, it actually pisses me off when people are like, oh, Jeremy, you're really lucky. Like, no, I'm not. You have no idea what time I got up this morning and what I've been doing and how I've been, you know, and the passion behind it. And I see that in you, Julia. And I, and I really want people to understand is that, and you said it in there, and, and here's what I, look, you created the opportunity for yourself by making phone calls, by doing those things. You prepared yourself by getting it, by, by learning, by getting an education, by digital entrepreneurship. You prepared those things. You went out, you sought those things, not knowing where it was going to end, right? You didn't, this isn't like, oh, I'm going to start this business. I'm going to run into this, this guy who's going to set me up with this person. Like none of that. People get confused in that. The reason why those things came about is because you have constantly been doing every job that you did at a high level that you've created this person that when the time happened and when you reached out if you didn't reach out to those people and say hey here's yeah. my skill set here's what I'm doing here's what I'm looking for then they don't have it right most yeah. people fear that totally. moment and totally. so when you get that call you go okay and again it may not be the first opportunity for people it may not be that first one it's it's the moments that when it comes along and those things align it aligns because you know who you are what you want, and what you want to bring to this world. You are truly being the best version of you and your optimal self. I love it, I love it, I love it. I hope people are hearing this because what you have created, and you and I talked about this pre-show and I'll say it on here, is that the business grows to the extent that you grow. So plan X isn't going to get any better if you don't get better. So it's you constantly and working with Sean, the founder, and you guys creating what this is. And so it sounds wonderful, right? Everybody's hearing this and they're like, oh my gosh, Julia, she did this and then she did that and here we are. But talk about what were the stumbling blocks? What were the trials and tribulations? Did you ever have fear? Because that's what holds everybody back, right? Was there a moment of fear or that thought like, okay, should I, shouldn't I, like, like, what did you emotionally go through before you made that decision? Like, Hey, this is the right move. I'm giving up the security of BMW and the lifelong contract to, to make this next step.
1: So I really like felt the idea and like, I really felt that I want to do it. From a feeling, it was clear from like the very first conversation. Even I didn't know Sean, I didn't know how he worked, I didn't know anything. But then you can imagine, then you have the conversations um, with, with the parents, with the family, with, with the friends. You're like, oh my God, they are like so funny topics that come up. When you work in Germany um, for like a company like BMW, you don't have to take care of anything like insurance, payments, when you retire the whole tech situation like your health insurance like to be honest like this was a big topic especially with my dad because he's like really um you know, <laughs> like uh, he's a doctor but apparently he loves um, to take care of uh, all the whole tech situation it was like do you know like how how many techs and how is this gonna work and then it's company is gonna be based in canada so where you're gonna live and how is this gonna work and I was like oh my god yeah there are like so many things <laughs> that i didn't like even even like consider and you also realize it is actually a big issue with uh, with like tax and setting up everything by yourself and also like paying health insurance and it's crazy it's crazy and then i also felt like oh my god you learn so many useless things in school and then you like want to like work on your own or like start a business and then you have like no idea or no clue, which would be actually helpful for your real and actual life, you know? So, so that was really interesting. It was, I would say it was like a two month process. Um, I also met Sean, um, another time and we like talked about everything, met like potential investors. It was like in the very beginning then I was like pretty sure, but I would say I'm not, I'm not lying about that. I had like a couple sleepless nights and was like, the the one time I was like super excited and the happiest person on earth. And I'm like, Oh my God, how am I going to do this? But in the end, like I truly believe, and it was also a really exciting time. I was like super excited about it. I mean, obviously I'm still, but I was super excited about the change and the excitement was, was much higher than, than actually the fear and, I'm a very, very positive person. And, you know, to be honest, I always thought, okay, what's going to happen? Like in worst case, if it's not going to work out, I will always find a new job. Like I know about my my skills and I know about my what I achieved so far. So I can always like find a new job. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> it's not a brain surgery where I'm like, um, you know, risking to die or something of course, it was not like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. And the next day, I quit my job at BMW. Um, it, it, it was a decision, also, to be honest. Like, um, I have a really close relationship with with my parents. There, they are amazing. They created me as a person, probably. They are great support, and I also wanted them to feel comfortable with the decision. Um, and that was really important to me that they also like believe in. In my decision and like um, support me i mean they always support me in anything but um, i always like really wanted to believe that it is the right decision and yeah like i said that took like um two months and then um i kept on working like um, I, I was like working basically then in, in, during this time probably 24 7 because i have my job at bmw mm-hmm. and we started like kicking off uh plant x i mean we started like around i think it was like september two thousand nineteen and um then the website went live uh in end of March in two thousand twenty then we went uh public in in august two thousand twenty I was like still like working the the first time still for b m w so you can imagine I was like working twenty four seven basically because you also have a um resigning period so you can't like leave from one day to the other. So yeah, that was a crazy time for sure.
0: <laughs> That's really interesting. Um, one of the things that you said right there that I, I want the audience to really understand is risk is something that all of us have in our lives, right, taking that chance. And you said something that I think is that is really strong, Julia, and that was you knew what your skills were. So in me taking this risk was not about potentially not working for BMW anymore or losing a job, is that I had created the skills necessary to take me wherever it is I needed to go. If this particular thing didn't work out, I have skills that will. And I think that's a really important piece where it sounds at a very young age, you have been working towards these things. These are skills and knowledge and the learning. You you had created the opportunity for yourself to absorb and learn throughout your life. Thus, learning is part of your skill set. I mean, I would guess, and I I guess the question is, do you feel like stepping into a role? You've never been the CEO of a company before. (laughs) Like You never started a company before or ran a company, but it was the fact that you knew I can learn, and I'm prepared to learn anything that's the that is the true skill here, not that you knew at all, not that you are the were the answer to plant based you know diets and recipes and all these things that that you guys do today in education. It was that I'm willing to learn, I know that I have the skill to learn whatever it takes to get us where we go, and I'm willing to put in the time and that's another thing I think people don't typically pay attention to is. It wasn't like a time frame. You weren't like, oh, we need to do it by this date. You were saying, no, no, we're going to learn and we're going to build this thing. Whatever it takes is what I'm going to do. You just said, I'm working 24 hours. I'm still doing the BMW thing because I can't walk away from that. And then I'm doing this because this is my passion. This is my <laughs> love. And I'm willing to put in the time. I'm willing to, to learn what it takes to get there. And that is such a powerful, powerful position for people to, to understand, number one, and then number two, be able to execute. So like, I hope people heard that. So again, okay, you're building this company. We see all that. I mean, people can jump on and we'll have all the links to everything that you do. because I, I know people are going to want to love, love, love to, to to hear more. And all of your videos that you do, I, I was, the research was so fun to seeing you cook and, and all the things, <laughs> all your little recipes. And, and it was, was really fun. I hope people, people jump in and, and follow along with you on that stuff. But Talk about what do you do to keep yourself sane, to keep yourself healthy, to keep your mind going, not, not the business and not building a multimillion dollar company. What makes you tick? Who is Julia? How do you keep yourself motivated, healthy? How do you keep that mindset going?
1: So uh, first of all, what, what I what I got to say, what I think in general is like really important, and which also makes my, my personality like um, I have uh, I have a great family and great parents. And my mom always loved to cook and still loves to cook. So I'm actually at my parents home right now. And it's always nice because, you know, my mom loves to cook and um, she's like always cooking the best and freshest food. And it was always like that. She would like never um, use, um, you know, like prepared food or you know, like these powders or like something. She would always cook fresh. So I was always like more on the healthy side. Um, I was never like a big meat eater. (laughs) Bavaria is, you know, we have like this, um, you know, famous um, uh, roasted pork with like dumplings, which is like part of our Bavarian tradition. So, um, you know, like obviously like most of the Bavarians actually stick to that. Um, So on Sundays we would have that, but it was like never that I actually... For example i would never like prepare meat by myself and then it became less and less when i then like moved out so i was always like on the on on the healthy side and also love love animals i always had dogs and um i was also like really big in horseback riding on like professional level so i was always surrounded by by animals and always like really close to nature especially when when you grow up with horses i was always outdoors and um this always like kept me really um healthy on a you know on a mental stage and also like on a physical stage because I, I i worked out um basically on a daily basis when you have horses you have to go there every day and it doesn't matter if it's rainy if it's snowing if it's cold if it's hot like um you go there every day and also i think um personally um I mean, my parents were like always kind of complaining about it when I was a child because like horseback riding is the most expensive sports you can have, which is probably true. I'm I'm still very thankful to my parents that they have financed everything, but I also truly believe that it's the most beautiful um, sports you can have, especially as a. As a as a child, especially as a girl, probably and like I said, I I probably, to be honest, the day when I got my first pony and it was like eleven years old, is probably still the most amazing day in my whole life. Like I have that still so much in my memory. Like I was the happiest girl on earth. Like it's unbelievable so in case i will have a, a girl um that that also wants to have horses i would always try to make this happen because it's so beautiful and you have to have like um responsibility um and really like stick to it you know it's not that you can like something that you can like throw away and um that like responsibility is you can also you know it also like um, makes you like stronger and like stick to things and like really go through it and even if you don't want to do it like one one day you like do it and coming back to like how i keep myself sane i think i love nature i love to be outdoors and i love to work out i really love to run i also love to do yoga i truly believe it's like really really good for your body like also for guys by the way (laughs) there's like this rumor that it's like no that's like for girls but i think there's like a whole um transformation going on like many especially guys I like kind of change their way of thinking on like yoga and also pilates i truly believe that it's really really good to like stretch your muscles uh, which is a strong factor in in yoga so i i also do that and i love cooking i think it's also like a way to like not think about anything like i really really love it which is like also coming from my mom because she always cooked so i also started cooking like from a very um young age I'm just like a really happy person. Also, I can just like say, um, surround yourself with the right people. Um, Like I'm a person, um, I stay away. Like if, for example, if I hear people complaining about another person, like in a mean way, without any like reason behind it, like I'm, I'm, you know, there are like some things when it happens, like I'm really consequent. Um, Like I'm, I have no interest in like surrounding myself with people like that. It's so much bad energy. Like I don't surround myself with bad energy. I think what comes around goes around, what you give to other people, if, even if you think it's not directly going to come back, it will always come back in, in a way. However, when and however it will come back, it will come back. Um, And I truly believe. For everything the answer most of the times is just give love <laughs> there are many crazy things happening in this world and um i really try just to make it a little bit better i'm probably and unfortunately not able to change the whole world but um i just like want to be at least um one part of it or like a small part of it and show how it can be easy not to um Coming back to the meat topic, not to like eat that much meat or not meat at all. There are like so many possibilities. There are so many um, delicious and healthy meals and dishes. You just have to be open for it and like give it a chance and give it a try. Also, like, same with milk products. There are so many great milk replacements. It's not necessary. It is not necessary. And uh, if someone tells me that it's healthy, like, please do your research. Milk is for little baby cows and not for humans. Um, there's actually a great advertisement, which I really, really love from Oatly. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Oatly. It's a, it's a plant based milk. It says, um, milk, um, but for humans. and I think that's just like genius it's just like a big you know they have like you know like all over um also like big banners it's it has like milk just for you milk just for humans and I think that's genius and it's so true and it's so simple yeah I I just have hope that um there are more people or will be more people like me and have like the same um, thought and 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 same concern what is happening in, in this world. Yeah, just uh everyone should try to make it a little bit better.
0: Mm. Well
1: said. That's <laughs> yeah. that's
0: so beautiful. Thank you. I mean, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, I know in the United States for sure, you know, what they're pitching and seeing on television uh of what is healthy is is the exact opposite. And so again, part of our principles, and you touched on 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 a couple of them uh, even just in there, our, our principle number one is hydration. I mean, your brain is 90% water, your muscles are over 80% water, your bones are even over 70% water. And most people get up and have a soda or even coffee, right? is the first thing they they drink. And you know what we try to teach is Listen. Feed your. This is the control center. Your brain is the control center, right? All those neurons. It's electricity. And everybody knows what happens when water hits electricity. Well, that's what we want in our brain. We want our brains working at the highest. If that's if that's our control center. That's that's our decisions, right? Hunger, like all these things that we feel, are really controlled there. And so, hydration is a really, really important piece. And and you did touch on it also. Getting outside, right? I love yoga. I, I love. Yeah. I mean, I've only done Pilates a couple times, but I will tell you this: it was absolutely incredible. I do stretch every single day. You know, I like resistance training, but again, it the stretching is the most important thing. Honestly, like even for no matter what your training regimen is, making sure that your bodies and your joints articulate correctly is vital to your health. Because,
1: yeah, it makes you so much feel, so much uh, feel better. So. Right. Um,
0: You know what I love too is you kind of touched on this, but, and it shows up big in your life just talking to you today is you said the word responsibility and, you know, having animals and a horse in this case and you having to go rain or snow, hot or cold, it didn't matter being responsible to that and having to show up and what that teaches us, you know, and you can get that kind of responsibility in many, many ways, but I think with most people, we don't a lot of times have that responsibility for ourselves. And again, with your company and and what you guys and the education that you provide is, we have to take care of ourselves first. And you've probably seen this before. You know, when you're on an airplane and they say, okay, if the cabin pressure changes, this is going to drop. And they say, even if you're with a small child, you must put yours on first before helping others. It is such an analogy for life. If you don't take care of yourself, yeah. How in the world can you possibly take care of anybody else? And so again, the reason they say, put it on yourself is because if you go to help somebody else and that cabin pressure changes, you're now going to be yeah. a detriment to everybody else on there because you're not going to have yours on and then you're not going to be able to breathe. So with okay. optimal self and even with plan X, like, like, gosh, helping people take care of themselves first so that they can be the example and lead other people, right? And so everything that you're doing, Julia, living your life, doing the yoga, doing the Pilates, making sure, I mean, again, teaching people how to even eat better, talking about the things that, look, milk is not healthy, ladies and gentlemen. Like, And if you don't believe us, go research it. Like, don't listen to us. I tell people that all the time. Don't just listen to me. If you don't believe me, please do your research because it is literally killing you just in a, it's also it,
1: don't check on websites that are sponsored by the milk industry just <laughs>
0: Well, anything that they burn first to before you can possibly consume it is probably not the way to go. But I want to ask you this cuz yeah. being in your position and and we talked about this there, there are not that many women CEOs in the world for that matter. And you have just not only knocked it out of the park, but man, you're just such an inspiration to so many. I want to ask you a little bit about what do you think about mentors and, and were there some in your life that you can point to that, you know, and, and, you know, again, for me, a lot of them weren't people that I actually saw, you know, that it's books that I read and things like that. So did you have mentors or are there people that, that you look up to? Because I know you're, I mean, I just know our audience, you're going to be a huge inspiration to so many great driving women out there. So did you have that? And how do you feel about role models and,
1: and mentors? So actually, it's, it's not that I had like one big mentor in my life from a business perspective, at least, but definitely um, role models are definitely um, my parents. I mean, they are like Believe it or not, they had like um, their fiftieth anniversary. It's crazy, fifty, <laughs> and they're like still, uh, still <laughs> and they're like still, uh, still happy and together and so strong. And um, business is really important, but in the in the end, you have to understand um, that you have to be a good person and and have to be grateful for everything what happens and how you treat other people. And that's how you how you also like operate um, in a business and how you deal with people, how you deal with your colleagues and, and with your team. And so I think the foundation always and everything is like um, how you also like act in your private life. I truly don't believe that when you're like kind of an asshole in this life, like an obvious asshole, that you're a good person in your private life. I mean, I I'm not, I truly don't believe that. I mean, obviously you have to be very, strict and you have to know what you want if something is going wrong and i think i can do that because i'm i usually know what i want as you might have like realized the past hour but um you can always do it in a really nice and also like understanding way like you have to make people understand why they do something one not not just like telling you hey uh you know you didn't do a great job like do it better you just like really have to like you know make them understand why they didn't do a great job and how they can be better and that's also how you become a role model for someone else, like, um, and that's what I mean. Like, I didn't have like one big role model in my life, um, like besides my parents on on a private level, which also like influences obviously my my business life and like everything what I achieved in my life, which would have ne- never been possible without my parents, obviously. But I got the chance to work uh, at at BMW with like amazing people, really really smart people, and I had a great boss there. And he was actually amazing and he was, um, he was kind of a role model and he was, he was basically, like I just said, like he would like always have like the best way how he, um, tells you that you can like improve yourself or how you can get there to improve yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really like kind of learned from him that you can be like very um, self-confident and like tell someone, hey, I really didn't, it was not that good. But to be honest, like you could do it. You can do it much better if you like put more effort into it. And I can like show you how it's done. And what he always did in a really, really great way. He always like took time for you. It wasn't like like a one minute conversation. Like he always like made you feel that you're really important. And I think that's also like, it doesn't matter who you talk to, if it's like an intern or if it's like, you know, another like officer or something like, you know, everything. Everyone deserves like the same amount of time if it's important, you know, and if it's important for the person, if it like improves the person. So, yeah, I had some mentors in my life, but not like chosen mentors that I like asked for. Um, basically, they they crossed my, my path in, in my life. And you don't always have to like, in particular, look for a mentor unless you like really see a reason um, and you really have like a fear or like, or you have like some issues. I always had like the chance to be surrounded by great people and great um, mentors uh, by coincidence. If you can, if you can tell that I had a great life so far and everything that. That I did uh, kind of um, worked out in a really good way, but um, really important what I also want to mention. I had like points in my life because I'm very, um, you know, very, very driven person and I want to achieve things. I had like some things that happened in my life. Just to give you one example, when I left the, the Bahamas, for example, a little bit earlier than I wanted to because my working permit didn't extend. Basically I had to leave the Bahamas and I was like so sad about that and I was like, no, I don't and then I went back, it was winter time, I was in Germany and I was like, No, this is so awful and I want to go back there and and my mom and oh my god, I have to tell them to watch this. <laughs> my mom would, would would always say, Julia, there's always in life like one door closes and another door opens, and maybe in that moment you don't see it like that because you're like in that moment and you don't realize it yet, but there will come a certain point in your life that you realize that it was good that it happened like that. So, And I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And every time when something happened in my life, even though it was not so good, in that moment, I found a positive side in it, always. For example, when your car breaks down somewhere on the side of the street, then you're like, wow, now I have a great look at the nature around me. I never took my time to if you want to, you can make out of every great situation a negative situation because you will always find something like you, you will always find something, but you have to realize that you can always find something great about the situation. Yes. And, um, I, I always did it like that. And that's why I said like my parents are romance because they are really like that. And uh, I really obviously like get it from them. So, um, and if you, if you have a struggle with that, um, then it probably makes sense um, to have a to have a life coach or find out why you have issues uh, if you're like stuck in, in your job, uh, why are you stuck in your job? Um, if you didn't find like your passion for something like like really give yourself time and like find what is what you love, what you love to do, and that's how uh, what what I could at least like recommend.
0: That's beautiful. And I want people to understand is what you said there was was great in that when you're trying to be great in what you do the coach or the mentor appears. So in your job there, by you doing a great job at B&W, people want to feed into that. And I'm sure you as a mentor, I know for myself as well, is when people are pouring in and you can just see that they want it and they're they're just being the best version of them, they're trying to get better, they're trying to, you want to give back as well. And so by you always pursuing then those mentors and those coaches uh, appear. But you touched on something and I really want people to hear this because it's it's one of the hashtags that we use at Optimal Self, which is generational habits. And the reason why that's important is that we talk to parents all the time or, or, or even you know, people who have great parents, you hear on the internet all the time generational wealth, right? When people leave this. But here's what happens. Most of the time when generational wealth happens, by that second or third generation, most of that wealth is gone. And the reason is because what created that wealth was habits and behaviors that weren't passed down right? Those habits weren't passed down. And what you have just said, your mentors being being your parents and 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 seeing them. And I mean, how great is it when you're at that spot in your life and you're like, oh my gosh, this didn't happen. I had to leave early. I don't want to come home. I was in the sun of the Bahamas and now I'm in Germany in the winter. Oh my God. And your mom says, don't worry. Because when one door closes, another one opens. She's leaving you generational habits, right? There's things that they have said or done throughout your life. And I hope the parents that are out there, including myself, like I hope that they hear that. Is that that is something that is so vital and beautiful when you when you actually hear it from somebody like like you just said it. So so thank you for sharing that. That that was so beautiful. So we're at the point of the show. We call it quick hitters. You've already touched on both of these. So I just want to get the first thing that comes to mind when when we talk so the first one is the word discipline. When you hear the word discipline, for you, what comes to mind?
1: Basically, when I wake up in the morning, it's um, I. I know exactly what I want to do that day, and I want to basically check everything. If I don't do that, I can't like go to bed with a really good feeling.
0: <laughs> oh, that's beautiful! So,
1: I would say like kind of a to-do list, so I, I like know exactly for each day what I want to do. That's that's like my. My discipline, and um, yeah, that's what my crosses my mind when you when you say that.
0: <laughs> yes, it pumps me up. What, what one of our slogans is: "The power of tomorrow starts with the intention of tonight." If I want to have a great tomorrow, yeah, I have to be intentional tonight. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh my god, it's so great, so great, beautiful, Julia. Okay, so our second and our last quick hitter is impact. What impact do you want to believe, or, and even what impact do you want Plant X or you personally to have, you know, on the world?
1: I think I mentioned that before. I truly believe the answer is love. <laughs> I. It, it sounds so cheesy and romantic, but I just feel like if you have a problem with someone or someone is really mean, like just give him like even more love, like even. <laughs> honestly like that is that is like my my answer and that is like i want to like impact and like make people understand because like there are like people when like someone is like maybe not doing a right thing or not like behaving well which i don't support obviously but i don't think it helps if you like even jump on that and like be even more aggressive because that's gonna make it even worse so I think you have to, like, spread love in this world as much as as possible. Like, be nice. Um, I also said that, and I can't say it uh, even often enough, what comes around goes around, which is also related to, like, spreading love. It's also related to, like, communication, like how I did it, like, talk to everyone when I was, like, seeking out for, like, a new position it's the same like when you love other people when you're good to people when you're good to animals when you're good to yourself because my mom always said like my mom <laughs> when you don't love yourself you can't love anyone else and it's so so true my god like i could also start like a whole topic but that's also like why people are jealous actually because they don't love themselves they are like seeking love and something else and want to possess something want to possess people if you feel that someone is jealous or that that a, that a friend is like jealous on something that you achieved or that you do, like it's not coming from love, like it's the exact opposite. And um, also coming back to like I really like I'm I really know with what I surround myself, and I also think that's really really important. And um, obviously with with plant exit, which is like really my um, heart project, I really take care about the environment. I really care about animals, which also like. Leads into that you will feel better because I can just like highly recommend, like, at least you don't have to like be a, a plant based or vegan person from one day to the other. At least give it a try, be open. And if everyone in this world would at least eat less meat, that would already like probably change the planet a lot. And also, uh, out of an actual topic, um, I just got back from Miami uh, because we had actually a really exciting project happening here, here, there, which I can't talk about right now, but, uh, Really exciting, but I was actually shocked uh, how much plastic is used there. Like in the hotel, they use like plastic cutlery. I mean, this was like a normal hotel, like nothing fancy, but nothing like like an average hotel. And coming back to responsibility, because you said you're responsible for yourself, which is true, but you're also responsible for your environment. And to be honest, to use plastic cutlery and, and plates... My only explanation for that is that they want to like save time and money or whatsoever because they don't have to like take care of um, the dish cleaning. That is absolutely crazy. So please, everyone, um, if you see something like that, and uh, because usually they like give you also if you like take away, they like throw in like five forks and knives and I'm like uh, no, like uh, I don't need it or. If you have a bag with you um don't um use a plastic bag like you don't need a plastic bag in your bag you already have a bag with you if like everyone would like think about that and like be aware of that because i think some people like don't even realize it there's like so much um to do and like to to educate about and like make people understand that this is like really a, a big thing that is happening and it it could be like so easy to at least like change a little bit to the better so um, I really hope that um, we, as a company, can can also be like a a good impact with that.
0: I can't agree more. You've the impact that you're having just on the people that are going to be fortunate enough to hear this conversation is incredible. We are. I mean, I am just eternally grateful that you took the time out. The people that do get to watch it, I know you, a lot of you might be on the audio, but go to the YouTube channel and look because she's in the dark right now because it's it's probably you know, 10, 11 o'clock so in Germany. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time out, Julia, and any projects that you have that you're involved with and and you want to come back and and talk about, I mean, we would be more than happy to be a platform for you again. Thank you for everything that you're doing, becoming the best version of you. You are everything that optimal self is. You are truly living to your optimal self and, and giving back to others. So I can't thank you enough. And if somebody wanted to get in touch or they can help out or, or anything that you're doing, what, what is the best way for them to do that?
1: So uh, you can directly reach out via mail. It's info at plantx.com. Um, also like check out our website if you want to and support us and be part of a really great movement.
0: We hope they do. And, and we love supporting you and anything that we can do to, to help and partner with you guys, we'd be honored to. So thanks again. Until next time, y'all, get out there. Subscribe to Optimal Self wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. For more information on how to be the best version of you, visit OptimalSelf.today and follow at OptimalSelf1 on Facebook, at Optimal underscore Self on Instagram, and subscribe to optimalself on YouTube.
1: Thank you for listening.